Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you on a Tuesday. Lightning bets coming up about 20 minutes. Will I take the Marlins to score more than three runs tonight? We'll find out. Coming up in a little bit. Right now, though, we talk some NFL with our guy Jason Logan, Covers.com, joining us on the Roman Guest Line to talk about this league, the preseason, everything coming up here uh, over the next couple of weeks. And um, look, Jason, you got team by team previews with Adam Chernoff in the last couple of ones Raiders, Dolphins, Vikings, teams that could be playoff teams or things that could go wrong. They're kind of those in between teams. We're trying to figure out are they going to be good? Are they going to go backwards? Of those three, Raiders, Dolphins, Vikings, all probably in that eight-and-a-half win range uh, in terms of totals for the season. Which one are you the highest on? I'd say probably Minnesota is the one that I'm highest on. Uh, Adam was also high uh, on them during his podcast, which you can follow all his his podcast previews there, the Simple Handicap. Uh, I, I like their over nine wins, I, and I think they're worth a flyer to win the NFC North. You're getting, you know, plus 250. Not bad either. You have a new offensive-minded head coach in Kevin O'Connell. You have a wealth of weapons there as well, too. And I'm going to include Kirk Cousins in that wealth of weapons. This is a guy that I like. A lot of people don't, but he's still better than probably 60% of other starters out there. For me, the, the mm-hmm. last year, the defense really underperformed under Mike Zimmer. I expected them to be an elite shop unit. They were far from that. But they were also hit with a lot of injuries amongst the most in the league. So I do uh, see an improvement on the defensive side of the ball, too. And depending on where you bet, if you look at these, these look-ahead lines, the Vikes point spreads, they see them as a favorite in as many as 12 games. And they have a fairly easy schedule set up for 2022, ranked out 20th in standard strength of schedule. I ranked them out 23rd in my QB strength of schedule, which measures opposing passers. Um, so you see Kirk Cousins usually coming out either equal to or higher than 11 other starters on that schedule. So I do like the Minnesota Vikings. Jason, I want to stay in that, in that uh, very division for another moment. And, and at some point, I, sometimes I feel like, are we talking about this team too much? But we'll all be talking about them tonight and tomorrow morning after the, the new episode of Hard Knocks, after they took that L over the weekend. The Detroit Lions at BetMGM, 97% of the bets, 95% of the money is on the Lions to make the playoffs. Uh, the odds just keep on dropping all the way down to plus 350 every time you look. Uh, what is your take on Detroit overall and 
some of the over-the-top love that is out there in the betting market? Yeah, they're definitely last year. I mean, despite being one of the worst teams, they were one of the best stories. And you couldn't help but love the 2021 Detroit Lions, especially with Dan Campbell and the, the kneecap biting style of coaching and the rah-rah style of coaching. But I think we still get lost in the fact that this is not a very good football team overall. There's some positives, definitely some positives for them. Um, but for me, I, I was looking at kind of their under six and a half wins uh, for me. You know, they, they, there's six wins within their grasp, uh, kind of considering the state of the NFC North and the quality of quarterbacks on their upcoming slate. But, you know, Goff is on par with, with, with many of those quarterbacks. But again, it's, I have a tough time trusting him. We saw a big uptick in this offense when they switched over play callers um, towards the end of last season. But, um, you know, they have a very home-friendly front-loaded part of the schedule, but they closed the campaign with three of their final four games on the, on the highway. Uh, win number seven may come down to kind of a week 18 finale against Green Bay, and I, that really depends on what Green Bay's plans are for the postseason, whether they're playing for something then or not. Um, I love them in the trenches. Their offensive line, their defensive line could be very, very good. Their secondary, not that great. Their, their linebackers, not that great. Um, and then again, you're, you're always rolling. We don't know what Jared Goff is going to show up here. Is it going to be the Jared Goff in the second half of the season, or, or is it going to resort as, as teams get more tape on this offense? So I, I, I am down on the Lions, but like I said, they, they're a team that, that's fun to root for. And the hard knocks, you know, when you, when you get that inside, depth, inside look at how a team operates, it's those personalities, it, it does allow for the betting community to kind of fall in love with them. So. Yeah, everyone's ready to bite some kneecaps. All right, so Raiders, Dolphins, Vikings, um, you mentioned that you're highest on the Vikings. Who are you lowest on? And please say the Dolphins. <laughs> Who am I lowest on? Please say the Dolphins. Um, I, I'm cautious of the Dolphins because of just how the back end of their schedule shapes up. Uh, it looks really, really good. And then uh, they, they have a very, very tough, tough schedule. Um, towards the end of the season. You've got Houston in week 12 after a bye, which is a gimme. But then you go to San Francisco. uh, You play McDaniel's former team. Then you probably stay on the West Coast. You play the Chargers. And then you go to Buffalo, which is a cold weather game. And then you get a break in week 16 because you get to come home and play the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And then you go to another cold weather game in New England. And then you come home and you you play possibly a gimme against the, the Jets on how things shake down. So I wasn't super high on Miami. Uh, I say no playoffs for them, which is a minus 170, which is a little pricey, but I, I just don't think they get there. Uh, that McDaniel system is a little difficult to implement. I'm interested to see how it rolls out, how quickly they can take to it. And uh, as far as the Raiders, I was also down the Raiders. One team that I was that kind of that falls in that, maybe in, in another AFC East team, is New England. I'm, I'm not crazy on New England at all. This is a team who I thought was fool's gold when they went on that stretch run middle of last season. Couldn't wait to fade them at the end of the year and in the playoffs. But um, they were very handcuffed with money issues this season. They couldn't really bring in a lot of improvements. Uh, you've got this flipping offensive approach with two non-offensive coaches coaching the offense. And the strength of schedule is, is fairly tough for them, too. The 16th in SOS, but as I said, the, you know, the Miami Dolphins are going to be a tougher team. The Bills hate them. They're going to give them their all. Uh, and then their home stretch of the schedule, too, features like Josh Allen twice, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, 
the, the front end of the schedule is very, very tough for the Patriots as well, too. So I think if the Pats can get back to the playoffs, any doubt of Bill Belichick being the greatest football mind ever is, is off the table. That's definitely a big thing. But I don't, I'm not crazy with this roster. I'm not crazy with the coaching setup. Um, and especially compared to last season, I think they were a very kind of overvalued team considering the, the advantageous spots that they had midway through the year. Jason, today we'll find out the uh, the full severity of the injury to Zach Wilson. He's going in for knee surgery. Uh, it looks like two to four weeks if they find good things when they open him up, and could be worse than that depending on uh, what they find with with the ligaments in his knee. How, how does his injury affect how you're going to bet the Jets this year? I mean, the the, low, the win total is obviously low, but the starting quarterback could be gone for the first two weeks, probably conservatively conservatively of the season. Joe Flacco in. How how will how will Wilson's injury impact the way you look at the Jets this year? Yeah, I, I wasn't high on the Jets, at least to begin the season, because the Jets' schedule is so tough right out of the gate. In terms of, in terms of my QB rankings, I mean, overall, not a massive difference between Wilson and Flacco beyond the mobility of Wilson, um, because if Flacco's just kind of a rusty lawn chair at that time. Uh, and, and when you look at the defenses that they play and the pass rushes that they play, that mobility very much is a big factor. Uh, the opening nine games feature five teams ranked in the top 10 in defensive DVOA last year. And it also includes some bounce back elite uh, stop units, guys like Baltimore and Green Bay and Denver, who are expected to be much better after having a, a rash of injuries last year. Cincinnati's pass rushes in there as well, too. So it would have been an uphill climb, even if Wilson was in there. And then we see, you know, we saw this, this week one line go from plus five and a half to plus seven. So kind of an implied difference of one and a half points. Um, from Wilson to Flacco. But like I said, Wilson, obviously a much more mobile quarterback. He plays alive when he does feel that pressure. Um, so I don't see the Jets rushing him back considering how dangerous that defense is. And you wouldn't want to rush him back and, and, and waste that, you know, the promise of that young talent. So you're, you're asking a lot from Joe Flacco and a so-so offensive line to survive that, that first nine games considering the defenses they play. So it doesn't really change the way I was viewing the Jets. Uh, maybe maybe it's a little worse for the Jets, considering just that Joe Flacco might be might be just uh, right for the picking there. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. A lot of uh, negative news coming out of Tampa Bay camp uh, this preseason. And you look at some spots, the Saints are already down to three to one. It doesn't look, uh, there are reports that Kamara might not even get a suspension this year. How are you viewing the NFC South? Um. I, I still haven't really sunk my teeth into Tampa Bay yet in terms of the preview aspect. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always going to give Tom Brady the benefit of the doubt. I think there's you know some consistency there with that team, and they're going to contend. 
The Saints are a really difficult team to grasp because I do like the offense. I do like, I do believe in Jameis Winston. I do like the continuity that you get from the coaching staff, despite Sean Payton, um, despite his departure. But the schedule mm-hmm. is very, very tough for the Saints. And when I look at their win total, I see like an eight and a half out there. And I, I really, I tag them as eight wins, and I think that's as far as they get. Carolina, I love that young defense. I don't know what the offense brings. A lot of it really hinges on McCaffrey and how long he can stay together. There's so many ifs and buts and if they can and if this happens and should this happen with Carolina that it, when you put all those things together, you're, you're kind of asking for miracles on a lot of different things. So, uh, and and yeah. the coaching staff there, too, has a lot to answer for for Carolina. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I sit there. And then the, the Falcons, I mean, probably the less we say about the Falcons, the better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason, um, preseason week one, the overs just crushed it, 14 and three. And now we're seeing some really high totals, like a, a few 42 and a halves even. It seems like this is an overreaction, especially since we're probably not going to see a lot of starters. I'm curious how you're going to approach um, the second week of preseason football. Yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, I didn't bet anything in week one of the preseason. I was on vacation, so I was kind of observing from afar and trying not to you know, get too far down the rabbit hole with it. But and, and as of right now, I don't have any action down on week two. I'm very interested in terms of watching some teams and how they perform. As we get like week two and week three, we'll see more of the first teams and, and more of these dress rehearsal games. New England, for one, like I said, is, is an offense. We, we're seeing a switch in offense. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're trying to dumb things down, a little more passing game for them. Uh, Washington with Wentz is an offense that I'm really, really interested. I think that can be an explosive attack this year. The Giants as a team, even teams like Houston and Jacksonville, who have young quarterbacks and new systems in place, I want to see how those roll out, how the playbooks differ from last year, and if I can uncover any edges or info for those early regular season games, you know, as always, you want to keep your ear to the ground in terms of coaching plans and how the starters are going to play. Cause I mean, the people are always like, Oh, you're crazy betting on the preseason, but it's the best time to bet because coaches will actually tell you probably the only time in the NFL season, in which they're going to tell you exactly what they do and who's going to do it. Um, with that in mind, I do try to focus when I can get like a first quarter or first half line available when I know starters, how long they're going to play, I want to focus on that because the, the final 30 minutes can get a little silly and motivations are always kind of up in the air. They're not always out there to win games. Uh, you know, we have seen some things, um, you know, the star, the Giants are playing to, to play their starters, Indianapolis not rolling out their starters. Week three looks like their dress rehearsal. Uh, Cleveland's not really going to play their starters here this week. Uh, San Francisco possibly sitting everyone, Minnesota possibly playing everyone. We've seen those lines move. So a lot of the value right now um, has already moved on those markets as, as that thing, as that news comes out. So I kind of touch and go with the, with the preseason right now. I'm really just kind of wanting to see, like I said, some of those different offenses and how they roll out and then apply that to my week one, week two, week three approach. Jason, give us a season-long prop that, as you've done your research and started previewing these teams that you're interested in, or or an awards uh, market. Because you know we were noticing just after one week of the preseason, the, the movement in the rookie of the year odds incredible. I mean, George Pickens maybe after draft 35, 40 to one, he's down to 10 as he gets some buzz here in training camp. Uh, a season-long future on a player that you're interested in as we get closer to the season. You know, I don't have to. I'm not a giant futures guy, and I think I've said that to you guys before. 
Mm-hmm. So nothing big in terms of players. One season-long prop that I do like that, that I, I have in my Colts preview just came out. Uh, a flyer on the Colts to win the AFC uh, plus t- uh, 12.50 out there. Um, you know, thoughts of Peyton Manning to the Broncos and Tom Brady to the Buccaneers can't help but come to mind. When you think about Matt Ryan and this move to Indianapolis, and this is a quarterback who I said in the preview, he baby Bjorned the Falcons to seven wins last year, which is almost as remarkable as his MVP season in 2016. Um, I think there's plenty of tread left on Matt, Matt Ryan. He's one of the, the, the smartest quarterbacks out there. He's fantastic under pressure. Uh, he's made the most with nothing over the last few years in Atlanta, and now he's surrounded by a very good, advantageous defense. And if they can re- replicate the same chaos and takeaways that they did last year, he has a, he has a, um, a great running game keeping defensive honest. And I think he's going to lift this passing game as well, too. And uh, he's, he's the best quarterback that, that the Colts have had since Andrew Luck up and left, um, you know, three, three years ago. So, uh, you know, if the Titans can win 12 games and make the top seed in the AFC, I, I'm fully buying into the Colts uh, in terms of winning the AFC South. But, but really putting some pressure on, on some challengers this year and might be worth a shot to win the AFC title. Great stuff, Jason. We always appreciate hopping on. We'll catch you up before the season. And, uh, of course, we read at Covers.com. Jason Logan on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort of price of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. All right, lightning bets are coming up on the other side. Marlins team total over. Maybe home run props. Definitely all coming up next here on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 